Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. With the new year comes the perfect time to try out some new things. So it's the perfect time to add native aluminum-free deodorant to your 2021 routine. I have tried almost every aluminum-free deodorant there is, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt that native is my absolute favorite. Native cares about your armpits, which is why their list has ingredients you've actually heard of and can pronounce, like coconut oil and shea butter. Not just that, but none of their products are tested on animals, and almost everything is vegan. So you can feel good about your choice to switch. There are so many options to choose from, and I don't just mean their normal line and seasonal scents. There is a line of sensitive deodorants for those with baking soda sensitivities, plastic-free for those wanting to cut down their plastic consumption, and unscented for those who are all about their own scent. And if that wasn't enough to convince you to try Native, making the switch is risk-free to try because every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. So head over to Native and pick out your perfect scent. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash morningcup or use the promo code morningcup at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash morningcup or use the promo code morningcup to check out for 20% off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. We have already talked about the shady business practice of baby farming. And today's subject is no less nefarious than those we have talked about before. On March 8th, 1910, Ada Williams died in prison after being charged with the murder of just one of her charges. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Florence Jones, like so many women in her time, found herself in a difficult position. She was young, unwed, and unfortunately pregnant, which in 1800s London and in many other places was considered a fate worse than death. So she did what many of those women did and started to scour her local newspapers looking for a home for unwanted children. She found a Mrs. Hewitson who placed an ad stating, young married couple would adopt healthy baby, very small premium, and requested five pounds for the infant's care. 
Florence could only pay three pounds, but Miss Hewitson took pity on the young girl, and soon, her daughter Selena was left in this stranger's care, where she would remain for three weeks until September 27, 1899. That's the day her body washed up on the shore of the River Thames, bound together with cord. In those three weeks, Florence had made arrangements to pay the leftover money and meet with her daughter and a Mr. Hewitson at the station. But a letter arranging the meeting never came, and she started to grow concerned. So she went back to the home that she left her daughter in and found that the Hewittsons were not the occupants, meaning she had no clue where they or Selena had gone. She made a complaint to the police station, but as they explained, there were no records of the child and no reason to assume anything nefarious had happened to her. The next time she heard from police was in a letter requesting that she go to the morgue at Battersea and identify the small body that they had found in the Thames. When she arrived, she positively identified the small body as 21-month-old Selena. She had a large bruise covering her head that suggested whoever took her life likely took her by the legs and struck her against a wall before strangling her to death. In that moment, it became abundantly clear that Mrs. Hewitson, whose real name was Ada Chard Williams, was what was commonly referred to as a baby farmer. An investigation into her crime began with the identification of Selena, and soon police had a list of at least three deceased children who had been found with that same distinctive fisherman's bend that Selena was tethered with. With Florence's help, police were able to track down Ada Chard Williams. And upon entering the home she hurriedly abandoned, they found cords, some tied in that distinctive knot, matching the type found on the bodies. She was brought to trial in February of 1900, at which time the prosecution relied heavily on the presence of the distinctive knots as her signature. After just 30 minutes of deliberation, the jury found 24-year-old Ada Chard Williams guilty of the murder of Selena Ellen Jones and was sentenced to death. When she was removed from the court, she said, thank you, my Lord, and was led away. Her husband, 43-year-old William Chard Williams, only declared as an accessory after the fact. He was acquitted and left the courthouse a free man where he was immediately rearrested and charged with fraud. Ada Chart Williams was hanged for her crimes on March 8, 1900, where she became the last woman to be hanged at the Newgate prison. In the end, with the execution of Ada, we have no clue just how many children she was responsible for killing. Whether it began and ended with the four bodies discovered, or there were many, many more that just never washed up. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 9th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. <laughs>